Northwestern may not have gotten the win it was looking for on Saturday, but the offense showed up yet again. You are locked on Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Carter Bird. Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen for anything and everything Northwestern. Uh, you can find us wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever we are there. You can also find us on YouTube. Just search Locked on Northwestern uh, and find us. You're going to want to subscribe so you don't want to miss any episodes. Today, we're going to talk about that Northwestern offense and how they did in, in that Duke game on Saturday. Surprising numbers, to be honest. Like when you, when you, given the slow start, because the opening drives didn't do a lot. I mean, first three drives ended in a punt. Missed field goal and a punt. Not a lot of points there, but you really got things rolling. That next drive, you go on to score a touchdown. Then you have a turnover on downs, field goal. Then some couple turn, few turnovers uh, in there, but a couple touchdowns as well. It turned out to be a pretty good statistical day for this Northwestern offense, and that's where we're going to start today. We're going to start... With the two standouts right off the bat, you had Ryan Holinsky at quarterback put forth another very, very solid, very good performance, to be honest with you. He was 36 of 60 for 435 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, one fumble, 60% completion percentage, and a QB rating of 128.6. You know, this is... I think you can safely say through two games, you have seen the best of Ryan Helinski of his college career. He has been plenty good enough to win two games. He was great against Nebraska. He was good on Saturday. He had to put the ball in the air 60 times. That's when you do that. You're going to see every now and then you're going to see you're going to see a fumble. And every now and then you're going to see an interception. He had one of each in this one, which you hate to see. And I know when you listen to Ryan Helinski talk after the game, he wants those moments back. He doesn't want, he wants a couple throws back, but all in all, very, very, very strong game out of Ryan Helinski. Fitz praised his pocket presence. He says that that at times he is just outstanding out there, and uh, he has a very strong grasp of what this offense is trying to do, and he brings a lot of confidence to the, to the position, and he gives them a chance to win every time they go out there right now. And he had some great throws. He also had some he'd like to have back. But it's it probably plays out differently for his stat line. He probably has a uh he probably has a better day in terms of not turning the ball over if that Northwestern team gets stops on defense early. Fitz talked about the first 15 plays. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Oh, and if Northwestern's offense can put points on the board in those first three drives, and they're not playing from a 21-0 hole. Next up, you have to talk. You have to talk 
about Evan Hull. Evan Hull has been phenomenal in two games, especially on Saturday. What? He had 17 carries for 65 yards and a touchdown. He only had a 12-yard long. I think that may have been on the first play of the game. That was the one thing I was a little puzzled by was I thought Northwestern set the tone first play of the game, running right up the gut, right at this Duke defense, ripped off a 12-yard run, and I just never felt like Northwestern very comfortably kept attacking the middle of that Duke defense. And I thought there was a lot of trying to attack the edge. I think that affected the run game. And Evan Hull talked about it. He said that that Duke defense was very, very fast. They flew around. They had a lot of athletes on the field. And they made it very hard to go east-west to attack the edge. But he also said that they, they fit the run well. Their safeties were coming downhill. They made it tough to run the ball in general. But I do think behind that Northwestern offensive line, a little more traditional right up the gut between the tackles run game, you probably see better results in the run game and not 34 total carries for 76 yards. You don't, you probably see a little more better out of Cam Porter than 11 for 13 and Andrew Clare two for three, but Evan Hall 17 for 65 and a touchdown. And then he made his impact in the passing game, 14 receptions coming out of the backfield, a lot of screen passes, a lot of checkdowns, a lot of swing passes, For 213 yards and a touchdown, average 15.2 yards per reception, 3.8 yards on the ground. As a team, Northwestern only ran the ball for 2.2 yards per per rush. But in the the air, Evan Hull led the way, 15.2 yards per reception, 17 targets in the game, uh, had 167 yards after the catch. He was unbelievable. There's not a performance by a running back in the country that I can say it has has been better than what Evan Hull has put forth through two games. I mean, he's putting together he's put together two monster performances, had 119 yards on the ground against Nebraska and a touchdown and also had 55 yards receiving. Evan Hull right now is averaging 200 yards from scrimmage in the air and on the ground per game. It needs to be talked about. It's not talked about enough. We're going to talk about it more later this week, but it's it's something that that is unbelievable. You had Malik Washington make some plays, seven receptions for 51 yards, saw 13 targets, couldn't quite get the ball there on six of them. Uh, and then you also had probably the the breakout star of in the receiving game out of these pass ca- these true pass catchers through these first couple games, Thomas Gordon, five receptions, 78 yards couple super nice plays made a really nice play against Nebraska but had his shoulder pop out well he had two one-handed grabs in this one on his seven targets um phenomenal phenomenal game out of him I I think he is showing you something and he is going to continue to make plays it's good to see Jensen Hooper Price making a have an explosive play in the pass game one catch for 25 yards then of course Donnie Navarro getting in there with another touchdown catch that's two on the year Four receptions, 30 yards on 10 targets. See, Northwestern's having a little more trouble getting the receivers the ball. Bryce Kurtz, four targets, two catches. Uh, and then you had Jacob Gill, three targets, one catch. I mean, it's pretty 50-50 when you look at the, the amount of targets the receivers are getting as opposed to the amount of catches. 
Northwestern really made its hay with by getting the ball to the running backs and getting the ball to Thomas Gordon. And those guys made plays. But I mean, this offense, this offense was good. And you just needed to not have to play so far from behind. That was kind of the story. We're going to, in just a second here, we're going to look at this offense so far, how it compares to last year, because it's the tale of two two teams. I mean, it's not, I know there's a lot of guys returning from last year's team, but it's not comparable. So we're going to take a look at that here in just a second. But first, let me tell you about Upside. From cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us all where it hurts, and it really hurts. That's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. You know, Upside something that I've started to, to look into here. Uh, something that I really hadn't heard about until I started working here at Locked On, and it's just a really great, a great tool to to continue to uh, maximize your, your your dollars. To get started, download the download the free Upside app. Use promo code Locked and get five dollars or more cash back on your first purchase of ten dollars or more. Next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at, at a business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and get paid. In comparison to credit card re- rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating in on the App Store. Download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCKED. All right. So let's let's look at let's look at this this Northwestern offense this year. Let's look at how they have performed. Because last year in 2021, the offense had 322.4 yards per game. They had 177.3 passing yards and 145.1 yards on the ground. Well, this year, through two games, you're you're running the ball very similarly, although you have one huge performance where you went for 214 yards and then one not-so-great performance where you ran for 76. You're averaging 145 yards per game right now. So basically a wash there. Here's where the, the, the difference is, though. Last season, you threw for 177.3 yards per game. This season, that number has ballooned to 374 and a half yards per game. That's phenomenal. And that's the difference. You're starting to see good quarterback play. Something we didn't know Ryan Holinsky had in him last year. We didn't know he had it in his career. There were flashes, but that's all they were. They were flashes. Well, now... They're starting to build a pattern here behind this offensive line. And he's starting to make plays. He understands the offense. First time having the having the offensive coordinator for two years in a row. And he's making it work. He looks comfortable. He's making plays. He's making difficult throws at times. And he's letting his guys make plays. Thomas Gordon, Evan Hull. 
Those two right now are the ones that stand out in this offense. The screen game was huge on Saturday. But, and, well, I mean, when, when you look at it, touchdowns to, to interceptions last year, Northwestern's quarterbacks threw 13 touchdowns to 14 interceptions. So far this year, you have two touchdowns and no interceptions against Nebraska. You have two touchdowns, one interception against Duke. That's four touchdowns to one interception. If you get that ratio and this production in the passing game, I don't expect it to to sustain it 374.5 because I expect the run game to get better. But if you consistently gain those yards and you look this much better in the pass game and you protect the football this much better, you're in a great spot, the offense is. It's different. It's different right now than it has been in the past. But your average, last year, you were 322.4 yards per game. This year, through two games, 519 and a half yards. You went for 528 against Nebraska, 511 on Saturday. If you, this offense can put up those numbers, this team's going to be just fine. Seems just good. It's going to be just fine. And when you look at completion percentage last season, the Northwestern quarterbacks completed passes at a 57% clip. Well, against Nebraska, Ryan Helinski completed passes at a 71.1% clip. That's strong, y'all. That's dang. I mean, if you have a quarterback throwing 70% completion percentage, he's he's having a game. I don't care how far he's throwing it down the field. And Ryan Helinski, at times, he could push it down, down the field. He showed that in the first game where he went deep and he, he got a deep ball or two. Well, in this one, he had 60% completion percentage. But when you average out his total throws, 64.2% completion percentage for the season. That's a 7% jump from last year through two games. I know some, you're going to run into some defenses that are better than what you've seen so far. That's fine. But if he can sit around 62 63% for the season, that's a 5-6% jump from last season. If he protects the football the way that he has so far for the most part, compared to last year, when you were having, what, a 1.9, um, 1.9 interceptions and fumbles in the game? Uh, I mean, you've got... Half an inter, half an interception per game so far, and one and a half fumbles because you had you had Evan Hole put the ball on the ground um, on the last play. You had Helinski put one on the ground. I don't expect that to continue. I think fumbles are this was this game with two fumbles was a little bit of an outlier. I doubt you see Evan Hole fumble diving into the end zone again this year, fighting through tackles. But this offense looks explosive. It looks explosive. And Fitz said that when talking about the explosive plays the Duke had, he said, well, we had a lot of explosive plays too. Our offense is pretty good too. But I just like, I cannot stress enough how much better, how much, how much more um, balanced, uh, how much more competitive this offense is this year. And if it continues, this Northwestern team will be in every game it plays. Every single one. Even Ohio State, I don't care. If they keep putting up these numbers, they're going to be in every game. 
And I just, I can't wait to see, because I think they're going to get better. Because you're starting to have, you're starting to have a little bit, a little bit of movement in the receiving core. You're having a couple guys start to make a few more plays. Jensen Hooper-Price, you didn't really see him in the first game all that much. Well, he made a big one in this game. Jacob Gill's starting to get a few more targets. Bryce Kurtz is continuing to come back off that injury. Donnie Navarro has two touchdowns. You didn't really see Ray Nairo that much yesterday. Thomas Gordon's coming along. He's made a significant improvement from week one to week two. I just, I, I feel, I feel like this offense is going to come along. You're, you're not going to have games where Cam Porter goes 11 for 13. It's just not going to happen. You're going to start getting better production out of the backup running backs behind Evan Hull and Cam Porter. I think this offense has room to grow. So when we're, we're going to, we're going to look forward to what we want to see this offense do and improve on going forward. Um, But first know what your team is up against across the big 10 with locked on big 10 every day host Nate Dickinson and the local experts of locked on take you across the big 10 in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen, Locked On Big Ten. Now, with this offense, what do you want to see going forward? I want to see performances like that one against Nebraska. Well, one, one, right off the bat, I want to see quicker starts because in both games, game one, you had you got down by 11. I believe it was 11. It may have been 14. But you, you got down by, by 11 early. Game two, you got down by 21. And I I want to see the offense. I want to see what this offense can do when it strikes first, when it's playing with a lead. Because I think that's going to allow true balance. And you, you kind of had it in the first game. I mean, Helensky threw for 314. You ran for 214 in the first game. That's pretty solid. But I think if you play with the lead, with the running backs you have at Northwestern, with the offensive line you have at Northwestern, you can kind of grind a team out on the ground. You can wear them out. And I want to see a little more running right at teams because I just don't, I don't feel like Northwestern did it enough on Saturday. And but and the offensive players, Evan Hull, Ryan Helinski, they credited. Coach Bajakian for kind of opening up the playbook, getting creative, trusting his guys, and trusting them to go make plays. And Olinsky said that, hey, just like week one, he looked at week zero, rather, he looked at Evan Hull in the huddle and he said, hey, it's me and you. We're out here leading the guys. We're going to go get a score. And, and at no point did they believe that they were going to lose that game. I mean, you, you, Holinsky said, I mean, even when he threw the pick, he walks to the sideline, and Fitz looks him in the eye and says, they're going to kick a field goal. We're getting the ball back. We're going to score a touchdown and the two, get the two-point conversion, and we're going to be in this thing. And they almost did it. They almost did it. And if Evan Hall had just gotten in the end zone, I have a hard time believing that dude defense is going to stop Evan Hall on one more play when he's been racking up yardage up and down the field. Getting what 3.8 yards per rush, nothing spectacular, but 15 yards per catch. I think Northwestern could have could have forced overtime. I still think Northwestern was the better team of the two. 
I thought Duke had a really, really good plan defensively. I thought they had a really good plan. They had a really good opening script, and we're going to talk about that on offense. But this, this, that Duke team used its speed to make it hard to go east-west, and you heard, you heard a guy, uh, you heard Evan Hall talk about it. But this, this, this northwestern offense, I think there's room to improve. And Helensky talked about it. He said, when, when we get in the red zones, we're the red zone, we have to score touchdowns and not field goals. We can't, we can't take four. We need seven. We need seven. And, and I mean, you've, you've seen, you've seen stage miss a couple field goals already. Um, and I mean, the best thing the offense can do is just take, take the ball out of his, off his foot, basically. Take the ball off his foot. Take it out of his hands. Put the ball in the end zone. Every drive. Just every drive you can try to go get a touchdown. And I think this team, through two after after Nebraska, I mean, Holinsky, unbelievable, out of this world. This game, I mean, he was good too. And I think the sample size is growing. I think confidence is only going to continue to grow in this offense because they have a dude at quarterback right now. There's a lot of teams. There's a lot of teams that would kill for Ryan Holinsky at quarterback right now. You look at Iowa. Spencer Petras might be the worst quarterback in the Power Five. You look at teams like Texas A&M. Haynes King had a tough day against Appalachia State. You look at Auburn. Auburn has a couple bad quarterbacks right now. I mean, heck, Penn State. If you, if you were asking me, if I'm a just neutral coach, not, no, no uh, affiliation to Northwestern or Penn State, of what I've seen from Sean Clifford and Ryan Helinski, who do I want as my quarterback right now? I'll take Ryan Helinski. I don't trust Sean Clifford. I think there are way more games this year where you're going to look at the quarterback battle and say Northwestern has the better quarterback. I think they did on Friday, or on Saturday, rather. (laughs) I think they did on Saturday. They absolutely did in week one. Ryan Holinsky was better than Casey Thompson. Casey Thompson's good. He continues to play well. But Ryan Holinsky has shown so far he is better than most of these quarterbacks that Northwestern's going to play. Maybe not C.J. Stroud, because C.J. Stroud, I think he's probably going to win the Heisman. Because <laughs> I don't think it's going to be Bryce Young, because Bryce Young doesn't have an offensive line or receivers anymore. But I think that Northwestern in a lot of matchups this year, we'll have the better offensive line, the better running back, and the better quarterback. And I think that combination will lead to a much better season than anybody was expecting. I mean, the over-under was 3.5 for this Northwestern team. They should be 2-0. They dug too too deep of a hole. When you dig a 21-0 hole, you don't have room for error. You don't, have, you don't have the ability to turn the ball over three times. They did. They came up one yard short. Well, 
What happens if they don't dig a hole? What happens if they jump on a team from go? Because that's going to happen at some point. I mean, if this team gets up on a team like Iowa, Iowa can't score. Iowa's offense is disgusting. I think you're be- you're better than more teams in this conference than people realize. And when conference play gets rolling again, it's not gonna it's not gonna take place this week. When conference play starts coming back, you're gonna start to pick up on the fact that hmm, this Northwestern offense, it's better, it's better than we thought because that was the joke. I mean, I listened to Split Zone Duo before the Northwestern Nebraska game, and they base they made the joke that. It was a fireball offense for Scott Frost if the words Northwestern and offense and um, competent were used in the same sentence. Well, the offense is more than competent. The offense might be good, really good. Two Power 5 opponents averaging 519.5 yards per game. They keep that up. It's going to be hard to stop. The Wildcats this season. So just my thoughts on the offense. I think it's gonna get I think it's gonna continue. May not sustain 519 yards a game. But I like what I see because I think the offense is good. I just would like to see you start with lead, you jump on a team early, and not start from a big hole. That's gonna do it for today. Come back later this week. We're gonna talk about the defense. We're going to talk about Evan Hall because it's just stupid that Evan Hall, like, Evan Hall has to get more more um, shine for what he's done this year. We're going to have we're gonna have an episode probably Thursday. It's just going to be the Evan Hall show. <laughs> we're just going to make that the whole daggum thing um, because he deserves it. He's that good. He's that good. Um, but, yeah. Come back later this week. We're going to have an episode out, three more episodes out this week, I believe. Um, And, yeah, see you next time. Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day uh, for anything and everything Northwestern. Make sure you look for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts on, on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. Subscribe. Leave a review. That helps. Comment. Comment. I'd love to interact with you. I'd love to talk about this team. Um, I really believe that even though Northwestern lost the game, even though the offense turned the ball over three times, I think things are pointing up. I think there's there's room for the tra- trajectory to, to continue upwards. There's room for growth. And I like this Northwestern team. But, yeah, I think that's going to do it for today. See you all next time.